welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome to episode two or one, because I guess our first episode was our pilot episode, but this is Count Creepyheads Saturday Morning Monster Mesh, and this episode is dedicated to John Paragon. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. You guys may know him as John B. the Genie, um, but he's a very prolific 80s comedian, and we know him from UHF. That's where I always remember him fun, but... He's a very, very funny guy that passed away many months ago, and we're just now hearing about it. So that kind of sucks. I'm going to blame Putin poisoning him until I hear otherwise. (laughs) It's funny. Yeah, he also was the, um, among other things, he was the the breather, uh, the regular caller for uh, Elvira. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the heavy breather. Uh, because he uh, he worked with the both Paul Rubens and uh, Cassandra Peterson uh, during their time with Groundlings, uh, and he actually en- ended up co-writing a lot of stuff with both of them. And the voice of Terry the Pterodactyl. Uh, and he was also I I don't remember which one because uh, I always confuse the names, but uh, the the gay couple that always showed up in Seinfeld, uh, and the one that would like angrily yell at Kramer like. Who is burning the Puerto Rican flag? Oh, yeah. That's also <laughs> they, they, John Paragon. They stole the armoire. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. I missed well, that. So he was, he was the one without the glasses. Oh, cool. Whichever, yeah, I, remember, which, I don't know if it was Bob or Cedric, but... I always remember him from his uh, complexion, because he had the, the bad skin. So every time I yeah, saw he, that, I was like, ah, yes. He's Ooh. got that, that Edward James Olmos skin. Yeah, burnt by the Cylons. <laughs> so I went back um, while I was waiting for our first episode to publish down uh, into the plaza there with the Kmart. And I got us another sponsor. So Ghost in a Jar, she sold Aunt Mabel sewed two extra. Hey, I don't know if it was because of us or whatever, but we have a new sponsor for this week. I know you guys bought some liquor from him, like, because you never cards you. So when we were kids, you know, getting drunk all the time, Bill uh, was more than willing to sponsor us this week. Uh, oh, man, I really I really like his uh, his off brand, just like Bill's alcohol. It's great. His jar of brown liquid that gets you drunk. He's really I mean, bad at naming things. You never but... really know what flavor it's going to be, but like, it always packs a punch. It does. I uh, I've cleaned my floor with it. It works great. You know, you can polish your furniture. Um, it's awesome. And uh, Bill, you know, he's a little odd. He's an eccentric character, a little strokey. But he's our sponsor this week. So like our last sponsor, if you go in and see Bill off of Route 17, actually, he's on Route 17. He's on the corner there. Um, just tell him that Count Creepyhead sent you. And he said he'll give you something for free. I know he's got that big box of the the small like airline sample bottles i think he's just going to be giving those out but you know better than nothing and you can get like a little little bottle of fireball with your you know your labats or 
your generic alcohol. He's got uh, Rusty Crow, the bourbon that they only carry up there. So he's pretty cool. But if Go he offers him. to get you, uh, if he offers to get you something free from the booze shed out back, just decline. decline. Yeah, no, that's not... you'll likely go blind. Yeah, don't drink that stuff. So, guys, we're gonna start with what we always start with. Did you buy anything cool this week? Oh, would would you like to go first, Mike? Because I, yeah, should... I you, you can go ahead. As my my, I'm. This is gonna be a a running theme with me. Uh, my answer is way too much. <laughs> uh, because uh, among other things, I'll I'll try and focus more on the uh, the cool monstery things because those those are the more interesting ones anyway. But uh, I uh, as some some people that know me personally may or may not know, I'm aside from a toy hunter, a uh, a clearance hunter. So I'm really good at finding like insanely discounted things for no reason other than I keep my eyes open. I think um, we're all like that. Yeah. So I grabbed the, uh, I was able to find the McFarlane torso scarecrow from DC uh, for like eight bucks. And I hate you for that. I was going to say, and, I'm very jealous because I really want that figure. <laughs> and it was, it was entirely because like the box was just smashed to, to heck. And uh, there's no reason the stuff inside should have survived the box being that smashed. But I took the gamble, and it, it was a perfectly fine figure. The uh, Man, it's a lot of fun. I'm really impressed at how durable all the joints are on it. I love that the weird little red energy hood thing comes off. Um, aside from I... that, I found a couple of clearance Power Ranger monsters. I thought that hood was like a plastic bag it's like just a bubble uh yeah it's um it's a hard plastic bubble that just snaps down the middle oh for some reason i thought he had like a grocery bag over his face for some reason <laughs> like somebody was suffocating him see i uh i actually have not read the comics that that uh, that storyline is that that scarecrow is from so i couldn't tell you what the head is supposed to be my whole thinking was like Hey, it's a floating torso with syringe fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that matters. I'm sure Mike, ask Maurice. He'd probably know. Well, I was going to say, I actually did read it, and um, it doesn't really explain why he has the weird red energy bubble around his head. It's just Scarecrow being spooky Scarecrow. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, in fact, I mean, you could probably just, you know, explain it away as, hey, maybe it's something that helps to keep him alive because they never explain how he's still alive. <laughs> he's just, you know, a torso. Or, you know, maybe, maybe he's not, maybe like, uh, cause isn't he, isn't he frequently seen like with Bane? Yeah. It's, uh, they're basically, uh, I don't, I don't want to ruin the entire plot of the comic, but the villain Omega, um, has a couple of the rogues gallery working for him. And uh, Bane and Scarecrow are kind of like his main henchmen. Is it like well, a Master I mean, Blaster thing? Kinda, yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say that like Bane's venom is dosed with fear toxin, and he's just excreting fear toxin. So Scarecrow isn't even really there. Ah. There okay. we go. <laughs> sure. There, there's my theory. He's just a hallucination. I wish we. I never find 
the good McFarlane stuff up here. I think people are just like buying it because I've been excited about the Batman Beyond guys that are coming out. I've yet to oh, see them. Same. I you know I check Walmart and Target on the regular and they just never they're never there. And that same thing with that Scarecrow. It was pretty rare. Like I'm just now seeing Gorilla Grodd. Oh wow! So, I, I haven't seen Gorilla Grodd at all. I've passed on him a few times as as much as it was just staring me down saying take me home it was like uh, no no i have too many monkeys already i've <laughs> i've got uh my mattel gorilla grad and i just put the masters of the universe guy goer up last night i've got enough yeah yeah you I, know i was gonna get him oh sorry go ahead mike oh no i was gonna say i love that guy gore figure that that was one of the the few classics where i was like i gotta get this figure and so it's a great figure See, that's my reasoning for getting Gorilla Grodd would be to stand in for an Origins Gygor. Yeah, he makes sense. He's pretty cool. But uh, aside from aside from Scarecrow, I also got the uh, the first two deluxe Power Rangers monsters that were released. On uh, I got my local Target to price match them because they were both like seventeen dollars online. Uh, welcome, welcome to the Power Rangers cult. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Pumpkin Rapper and King Sphinx are just fun. They definitely could use another another layer of paint on them, but uh, that doesn't take away from just what bulky, fun monster toys they are. And They're really, awesome. like, uh, who doesn't want extra ball joint pumpkins that you can use as heads for other figures? <laughs> right. It's, I think it's such a weird thing, and I love it so much. I think that's one of my favorite parts about that figure is the the pumpkin heads that you get to use. Like those are just fun. I, yeah, I want to paint really little jack o' lantern. I want to paint them like little jack o' lanterns. <laughs> Same. I actually had a problem when I bought them is I didn't have spare bodies to put the heads on that fit right. So I was like desperately trying to find <laughs> pumpkin bodies. And Josh will attest to this. There's no faces on the pumpkins. So I was like taking black electrical tape and trying to make like triangle eyes and <laughs> like a fun mouth. And I just couldn't do it. But I, for whatever reason, I just didn't want to paint on the pumpkins myself because I felt like I was ruining the toy that way. Um, but they're still super cool. Yeah. You know, I have, I basically, if I can get a toy on clearance that, um, in, unless it's something I've been hunting specifically, uh, clearance automatically means that it is a target for repainting. Send the pictures when you're done. And um, God, I also grabbed the uh, the Tangu Warrior, the weird bird creature, which it's just now, mind you, I I did watch Power Rangers, but I also wasn't super invested in it, so I don't necessarily have any sort of emotional or nostalgic connection to these characters it's entirely just like yeah those are cool monsters you right. guys want to hear a funny power ranger story i might as well share it now because i have no idea how often we'll be talking about power rangers yes <laughs> so i got into power rangers and i was a little too old to get into power rangers so i was a teenager when it came out josh you were probably like a tween i'm guessing i th i think so i yeah what year did it start? Like early 90s? 90... It was 93, wasn't it? Yeah, 93. I want to say 93. Okay, uh, I would have been I would have been 10. 
So I was technically too old to like Power Rangers, but it had, I knew it was Super Sentai. And I love just guys fighting rubber monsters. So I couldn't help myself. So I was a secret fan of the show and I watched it constantly, even though it was hot garbage as far as the story goes. But I knew all the characters and I loved it to death. And then and the few, monsters were always fun. The monsters were awesome. And I watched it for probably five years on the regular. But um, I got my first girlfriend. And she was very, like, against all the nerdy stuff that I was into for the most part. So she hated that I collected toys. She hated that I liked Power Rangers. She hated that I liked Godzilla. All the, all the stuff that we're talking about now, she was just too cool for it. But, you know, when you're that age, you know, your priorities get all mixed up. So I was like, I have to do whatever my girlfriend tells me <laughs> because she's a girl. And I, I, I just I didn't care about anything else. Well, they announced one day on the news that the Red Power Ranger was coming to my local mall and that you can meet him. Oh, God, I remember when he did that tour. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm thinking that this is Jason, the Red Ranger. or no, I'm sorry, not Jason, Tommy, who is Jason David Frank. I'm thinking it's the actor and he's going to be signing autographs. And I'm like, holy crap, I got to meet this guy. He's my favorite. He had a ponytail. I had a ponytail. And that's how I was like relating to him. And in my mind, I was a martial arts expert and all this dumb stuff. So I don't have a license yet. And it's like during the week, during school, I skip school and it's the middle of winter. I ride my bike all the way down to this mall in the snow to meet this red Power Ranger, quotation marks. And all the while, my girlfriend's telling me, like, don't you do it. This is embarrassing. Don't you go meet the Red Ranger? And I was like, okay, I won't. I don't feel good, though. I'm staying home. <laughs> you know, cough. <laughs> uh, and then we get there. It was not we, just me. And it's a crowd of, like, five-year-old kids. And then a teenager doing his best not to look weird. Because <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> that I'm going to get to meet Jason David Frank. And out walks this, like, middle-aged guy. I can see him behind a curtain. He's not Jason David Frank. He's a foot shorter. They're squeezing him into spandex and this really junky looking plastic helmet. And then he, he comes out and does like a karate exposition. You know, like he breaks some boards. He does some karate chops. He tries a jump kick. And all the kids are like, yay, it's the Red Ranger. And all the while, like I'm in the audience, like this is clearly not the Red Ranger. This is some <laughs> imposter. And... I got mad and like threw my hands up and left and like wasted my whole day. And I thought nobody would catch me. And then I, you know, I pulled the fast one on everybody, but I didn't realize that the local news was there filming the local, like, <laughs> you know, the nation swept up in Power Ranger craze. And there's video of like all these five year old kids screaming their heads off for this like short, chubby Red Ranger. And then there's clear as day because I'm like a good foot and a half taller than all these kids. Me standing there looking disgruntled and pissed off that it's not the real Red Ranger. And my girlfriend found out and dumped me. <laughs> so. Good times. Totally, totally worth it. Totally worth the, the cold I got from riding my bike a good six miles in the snow to go to the Grease Ridge Mall to meet an imposter Red Ranger. I mean, that makes for an amazing story. Oh, that's story. funny. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and I didn't even get any like freebies. There was no posters. I didn't get like a Dakota ring. Nothing. So well, that's a bunch of bunk. Yeah, that's that's no fun. Mike, I'm surprised they didn't at least have posters. I know there was nothing. I was like, well, I mean, I drove down here, not drove, I rode my bike. I can get something cool. No, not a damn thing. Yeah, and I remember just like riding my bike home in shame. But anyway, uh, Mike, you buy anything cool? Uh, yeah, actually, I jumped on the Power Rangers bandwagon as well. Um, this is something I had been uh, looking at for a while online. But the uh, I have no ties to Power Rangers whatsoever. Like, I, again, I was 13 when it came out. The only thing I really uh, paid attention to with the Power Rangers was the fact that there were giant rubber monsters. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool looking. Like, what the hell is that weird pig guy with the arms coming out of his face? That's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it was stuff like that. But. Uh, my cousins watched it. I remember seeing the movie when it came out because my, my two younger cousins were super into it and I watched it with them. It was just kind of groaning at Ivan Ooze the entire time. But, um, you know, so yeah, no ties to it. But I will say that the Beast Morphers uh, suit designs caught my attention because they just look like weird sci-fi fighters. And um, I have happen to have some Amazon freebie money and uh, ordered myself the uh, the blue the blue one just because he was cheap, and um, he's got like this really awesome pixel effect, like a blast effect that you can put on his sword. So it just he looks just looks like a cool weird science fiction fighter to me. And uh, along with him, I bought the uh, I know I'm gonna have the name wrong, but it's the I think Omega Ranger. It's uh, yeah from with the what? motorcycle. Yeah, the SPD collection. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like a one-wheeled motorcycle, and again, it was super cheap. It was in the warehouse section on Amazon, so I'm like, ah, what the hell? I need something for him to fight. <laughs> so I got the two of them, and then after seeing the uh, pumpkin wrapper outside of package from the pictures Josh sent, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Giant pumpkin monster. That's just fun. I want to paint him. I probably oh, that will stupid paint pumpkin. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, like, because I have no real connection to these characters, I probably will uh, customize mine and, you know, add a layer of paint to it uh, when I finally get some downtime. But um, he really is a fun, just pumpkin monster. And then uh, the other thing I picked up on a complete whim was uh, another Star Wars Mission Fleet pack. Now, I only had Darth Maul, but I decided to grab the uh, Mandalorian and, uh, you know, Baby Yoda or Grogu uh, with the speeder bike, yeah. it was, I want to say nine bucks on Amazon. It was one of those like lightning deals that they do occasionally. So I was like, ah, what the hell? $9. I'm already ordering other stuff. Might as well grab it. And again, I really like these mission fleet figures. I just wish there was a little bit more articulation. Like I get it. They're meant for little kids to, to kind of bash around, but just a like an elbow bend or a knee bend, and these would be like really fun mini figures. Do they have yeah, that they're... articulation? Like, uh, sorry, Josh, uh, oh, like no, where like you move one leg and they both move. Um, yeah, I mean, or no, no, actually, these ones don't. I forgot. Okay, I, for some reason, I was thinking they do, but yeah, I'm thinking of Imaginex. Um, yeah, I just picked them up now. They are individually, uh, you know, articulated, but like he's got wrist joints, but not like elbow or knee joints and i would much rather have the elbow or knee joints yeah um, especially you know just as a little you know mini figure uh to kind of fight because he just kind of has that like weird 
strong leg walk. <laughs> you know, like the legs are perfectly straight. Um, but yeah, it's it's they're cool little figures. It just uh, I don't know. I, I wish that there was a little bit more to them because I would probably get into them more. <laughs> let me let me ask you guys something. If you had to pick between elbow joints or knee joints added to a figure, what would you like? Like, picture a 90s Toy Biz figure. Because sometimes they had one or the other, yeah. both, none. What What's more important to you, knees or elbows? Um, Josh, why don't you go first? I'm going to say elbows. I personally think it depends, because um, I think uh, specifically to TMNT figures, there were certain figures who had uh, like elbow cuts or elbow, like a proper elbow bend, but they were in a squat pose. So the knee joints didn't even really matter, um, but the elbow bends did. And then in other cases where like, let's say if it's like a, I don't know, a Spider-Man figure or something, you kind of want those knee joints so you can get a nice crouching pose. I think it does depend on the character. I'll I'll agree that it depends on the character, but I also think uh, in most cases, uh, it at least because my my thinking is like, or, or at least the thinking I went into this question with was, well, what do you usually use knee joints for? And the answer was to fit them into their vehicles or accessories, and a lot of the times the the toy lines we grew up with, the cockpits were already made to fit knee joints that couldn't bend. True. Uh, so that, and I, I always think, like, the the elbow just gives you more natural playability, like being able to put someone into a punching position or pose a weapon in their arm in a different way. But I, I will agree, because I didn't, didn't necessarily think of Spidey. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with Josh. Cause I always and you put... know what? Now I want pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, J. Jonah. <laughs> no, Give me pictures joke. of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was more into them holding their accessories and weapons than I was about them riding in vehicles. See, I so... think the one that it really pissed me off as a kid that they couldn't bend at the knees was the Biker Scout uh, for the for the original Kenner speeder bike. Yeah, like. That just pit. I remember as I got, I had to be like, what, five, <laughs> maybe younger. And I just was angry that he, you know, sat with his legs just jutting forward when there was clearly the little, you know, pegs behind him. I'm like, that's not how he's supposed to ride it. <laughs> but, you know, you totally called it. If the figure has built in bends like Ninja Turtles and He-Man, mm. I don't care. Yeah. If they have that, like, shitting in the woods pose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like the knees are squat and the elbows are squat <laughs> or bent. That works. See, I always immediately think of General Trag because General Trag, it's like he had those like little like this, the super squat legs to begin with, but they were bent at the knees. But then he had the unique articulation where the one arm was kind of already bent at the elbow. And then he had the uh, like it was a little above the wrist, but like the glove cut, but it was his arm. Yeah. Um, he had the swivel and then his other hand, he actually had a proper elbow bend and uh, like that, that arm was perfect for his blaster. Cause it could, you could make it look like he was shooting the gun. And then the other one was perfect for just throwing a punch. Cause you could turn his wrist sideways. So his you know, fist would be facing out. So Trag I, I love the coolest that. gun. I loved his weapons. 
Oh yeah. Now his handgun was amazing. I love that well, gun. I always uh I bought a bunch of Dick Tracy figures to take their weapons and give to the turtles. Because like, because remember like Dick Tracy came with like the forty five mm-hmm. or whatever that yeah, gun was. Yeah, he did. And there was and like I would the Tommy always, gun. I, yeah, and they had like big knives and stuff. So I was always I because forever you could always find like the tramp. Yep. Or like those guys, and I would buy them and take their weapons and just transfer them over to the turtles. <laughs> I picked up. So I told you guys last week that I'm uh, re, like refinishing my basement and put my toys out and I started putting out my uh, masters of the universe stuff. And I kind of remembered that I wanted to get the rest of the uh, McFarlane giant monsters. What are they called? Um, Cyber nine. The line was Cygor. Oh, the raw 10. Raw 10. So yeah, I went back and I got Riptor because I thought, Trap Child look awesome riding him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys know previously I've got a Jurassic Park Raptor and I put Trap Child on it. So I thought like, well, this is Trap Child, so he needs robot parts. I'll upgrade to Riptor. And then while I was there, I was like, I need Cygor. I can't delay getting him anymore. <laughs> so I picked them up. But the thing with Riptor, whatever his name is, he can't pose to save a damn. So he's permanently looking backwards. And if you twist his neck to kind of have him like there's this weird articulation point to have him looking forward he ends up looking down and it throws the balance of the figure off completely so i have trap job riding him but his head is turned and he's getting getting some pets from (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll be honest that was the main reason i didn't grab that figure because when i when i first uh saw the what is it the the like art that they showed I forget the, the te- teaser. That's the word I was looking for. Good God, I'm stumbling all over my words today. Um, the teaser art that they showed, it looked cool as hell. I'm like, it's a robotic raptor. Um, so, you know, I wanted to get that. But when I saw the final figure and it was just turned around and permanently stuck in that pose, I'm like, oh, well, that's that's a no go. Yeah, um, I do love Cygor. That's a great figure. And I want to get the giant cobra, but I haven't gotten that yet. Cygor is awesome. I'll probably break down and get the Cobra if it ever goes on clearance. But they got to fix the the head on the dinosaur so it can face forward. But yeah. otherwise, it's fun. Um, and like Josh, I picked up Skelegod, but I, I was figuring we could probably talk about that in um, our quickie toy reviews later. Everything else I got was Marvel Legends, which I'm kind of always buying anytime I have a sale. Um, Did you get the Angry Collector? Yes, the Hood, who, he's a fun character in the comics, and he's one of the worst toys I've bought in a long time, because he's just got, like, a dad coat on, he's got, like, a member's jacket, and this clunky, heavy plastic hood, which is the source of his power in the comics, he's got, like, a magical cloak that he finds, Yep. Um, but you need him to get the piece to build Zenmu, or, I can't pronounce it, but he's a cool kind of Jack Kirby villain for Hulk, Um. So I finally completed that villain's wave, and now I'm starting to go back. I've got to finish up the Shenlong, not Shenlong, Shang-Chi wave to build uh, Mr. Hyde, that Build-A-Figure. Because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I want the Build-A-Figure. And then they have the TV show wave that has um, the Build-A-Figures, the wings for Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm kind of afraid that I'll complete it, and then they'll release Falcon with the wings as a like special set again anyways where you have to buy it again. Cause I don't necessarily want like another winter soldier. Um, 
I don't care about half that wave. So, but that's kind of the game you play with Marvel Legends. You're always getting guys you don't want, or like a 200th Wolverine, or like another Iron Man. Um, yeah, that's that's how they get you to buy the whole damn wave. Uh-huh. I mean, I've you guys, I've shown you pictures. I've got everything, so I'm not ready to stop yet, unfortunately. Um, okay, cool. Next, we are going to go to the news brought to you by Bill's Booze Barn. So here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Crazy Bill, and this is my barn full of booze. I've got a special word from my special friend, Orson Welles. Yes, Bill's Booze Barn. Conveniently located right on Route 17 next to the abandoned Kmart. Bill's Booze Barn. The only barn where you can get a trough of booze. So we have new notes added onto the notes that I've taken already. Um, Mutagen Man, not Mutagen Man, Muck Man has started to show up at retail a little bit early and people are starting to find him. And I don't know if I missed this when they announced him, but he comes with slime that you can pour into him somewhere. That's kind of exciting because I was a little worried that they weren't going to have that. The I saw the person was afraid to put the slime in the toy because it would mess up the paint on it. So I don't know, like where you put it, if it's the same feature as before, or it oozes out of his chest, I'm not sure. Yeah, it doesn't... Man, I'm going to have to... I, I'm going to have to pull up pictures of that, because I thought maybe they were just including it like as, as a cool extra, but I didn't realize it went into him. Maybe? I don't know. With, with the way the paint is on those, I'm kind of afraid to put anything wet on that like matte finish paint that they yeah. put on the turtles. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, there are the Super 7 Silverhawks that they showed, and they're kind of underwhelming. Did you guys see the pictures of those? Yeah, I kind of feel like Odd Man Out, because I dig them. <laughs> I like the monsters. I like Monstar and Buzzsaw, but mm. I don't know about uh, what Silverheart and um, Quicksilver. I think I got those names wrong. The two silver hawks that they show because there's nothing silver about them. They're kind of just gray hawks. But you know, I mean those are those are mock up photos, right? Like those aren't we haven't actually seen full on prototypes, have we? Yeah. I I, I I think you're right in that. And I yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on the heroes, but I'm also gonna wait until wait and see what they do with them. I just, I feel like Super 7 is going to, okay, if they haven't, if they they hadn't planned this already, I think after hearing all the fan feedback, they're going to at least have some kind of uh, silver paint. It might not be metallic, but maybe just like a nice silver paint on them instead of gray. I know everyone's saying, oh, well, it's like the cartoon, but even in the cartoon, they were silver. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't matte gray. But the the pictures we've seen is a very matte gray color. I don't know. I, I feel like they're gonna the final product will have some silver to them. But the two villains I think are gorgeous. Yeah. I yeah. I just don't want to take the risk of getting them and have them not change. Yeah. You know they they don't pop. They're very bland. Yeah. So I don't know. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have bought the heroes anyway. Um, with Super Seven's Ultimate Collection, I'm very picky just because of the price. 
and uh, I mostly just have villains anyway. <laughs> Except I for Toxie. I'm, I'm going to skip it entirely. You know, because like, I skipped Thundercats, so at this point, yeah. and like I skipped their uh, Transformers stuff, um, it looks like they're going to get through every single 80s toy line in one unique scale. Man, it really does, because then now they're teasing G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I wouldn't that, be surprised. That one has me confused, though, because I'm like, all right, we, we just got G.I. Joe classified, which that's a conversation for another time. But what are they going to do that's going to be different other than offer them in cartoon colors? Well, I think they're going to be I if I had to guess, my best guess would be that they would go the direction of like the TMNT Ultimates and they would be upsized super articulated versions of the classic toys. Okay, now see if it's that, it's going to really depend on the character. Because I mean, you guys know I'm a GI Joe freak, and if there are certain characters that they do, like if they if they delve into any of the weird Viper offshoots, I'm gonna be screwed. I'm gonna have to buy them. See, I don't think they're doing that at all. I think it's just reaction. Oh, I think that Hasbro won't want them making Ultimates because it's too close to the classified stuff, and they're gonna say no. Also, can you picture an ultimate style, like, just, you know, the first guy's got to be Snake Eyes, right? Of course. Can you picture that and have it be better than what they're doing classified? I can't. Yeah, I, I can't either. He'd be but too I... beefy. He can't hold a pose. It would just be odd. So I'm thinking it's just classified, or not classified, uh, reaction style, but I could be wrong. Well, well see. Oh, God. The only reason I might I think it might go the other direction and be like toy versions is because I think has one I think Hasbro knows that even the people that pre-order these things if they are ultimates uh it's going to be at least a year before they get them and in the meantime Hasbro's going to have all of the different classified figures that are going to be there in the meantime that that any hardcore collector will be like, well, I'm tired of waiting. I'm going to buy this toy while I wait. Yeah. I, so they, I think they might know that any hardcore G.I. Joe fan that wants to buy a new toy is, is just going to buy a new G.I. Joe toy from Hasbro while they wait for Super 7. And their release model is slow enough that I don't think it would impact the sales of Hasbro because it's it's only like a wave of four at a time. Yeah, you're lucky if you get 12 figures in a year. Yeah. I'm thinking right now, with my deep knowledge of G.I. Joe, the only characters that I would want were characters that would be beefy to begin with, like Road Pig. Uh, <laughs> yes. Who's the boxer that... Big uh, Boa. Big Boa. Yeah. Rockmaster. Um, mm-hmm. These are guys that I wouldn't want the... You know, Hasbro's going to reuse a generic buck that they have with, like gung-ho or roadblock right now um i'd rather have like really jacked and ridiculously huge characters be from super seven but i don't think that like big boa is on the top of their list or road pig or like the fridge (laughs) you know like (laughs) but you know with with super seven's track record i would not be surprised if they busted out road pig in like wave two 
I really or, want. Or, or big. Or maybe up. they're gonna pull a fast one on all of us and be like, "Hey guys, look, we made mini statues of pork chop sandwiches and body massage." Yeah. <laughs> you never know. But I, I wanted to, to comment real quick when you said the reaction figures. If they do uh, G.I. Joe reaction figures, I probably will buy a couple because I've bought a lot of the Masters of the Universe ones and I love them like they're they're so weird and simple. But my God, they're fun. I find myself like picking them up and playing with them all the time when I'm sitting at my computer desk. I do the same thing. I would buy the out of Dr. Mindbender. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Like. Because he's got to be the peak of ridiculous, or like Crystal Ball, <laughs> Vulture, or not Vulture, Vulture. yeah, Raptor. that's the one I was thinking of, Raptor, Raptor, the one with the uh, cloth wings. Well, Mindbender to... is one that I'd I'd buy in classifieds. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they got they will modernize him. They won't give him the suspenders and the cloak and the he he'll have a monocle probably, but he better have that monocle. I can picture have him having like a a lab coat and not be a mad scientist with no shirt on and a cape disco mad scientist yeah here's the thing with with mindbender is every version of mindbender after that initial one where he was you know topless with suspenders and a cape um and what purple pants um god he really was like a disco scientist wasn't he he was but um but yeah the Everyone after that was either armored or wearing a lab coat. Like, I want to say the second release was, God, not until, like, the Battle Corps line. Yeah. And that was, he was wearing the, the, like, bright yellow, like, cybernetic armor, and he had the weird cybernetic eyepiece. Yeah. So yeah, I remember that one. Yellow and purple. Yeah. I remember, like, I always, I always wanted to, like, get somebody to confirm it. And you guys will now that, like, Cobra has a thing with eye trauma with their villains. Right. That, like, oh, if totally. you want... You want to join the club, have a messed up eye or something in your eye. Yeah, he had that eye monocle and he or the robot eye in his second release. Mm-hmm. I think he was repainted and then they brought him back in the Valor versus Venom line and he had just like a standard lab coat. Yes. Um, yep. And I think, yeah, he came out with the 25th line and he was kind of just a kit bash, but he was classic Mindbender again. But you yep. had to get like a gift set to get him and I never got him because... At that point, I was so sick of buying like a two hundred dollar set to get a guy that had like a reused head. Yeah, it was yeah. making me crazy. That <laughs> I, that was I, oh god. Oh no, no, go for it. <laughs> that was getting on my nerves big time with the twenty fifth anniversary. Like I, I've I've gone through all of the modern era Joes, and like my god, I bought so many of them. Like there's only a handful that I'm missing. Um, and because it was, it was for that reason, like, oh, you have to buy this big set or it's a, a, you know, a vehicle figure only like those. I, there's a couple that I don't have, but I, I hated that toward the end. There were instead of just single card releases or like a five pack, like, you know, I was fine with the five packs because those were only about 30 bucks. But like the two packs uh, was my preferred. If you're going to do a multi figure, like give me the two figures with a comic book. But I wanted the single card releases like they used to be. And they just went nuts with the seven pack, eight pack, you know. Yeah. Have, this here, we're repainting them again, and it's exclusive to this store. I hate it. And that. man, I feel like that was a just like a running thing in the late '90s, early 2000s, where it was basically like, "Hey, you want this actually like semi-new character that we've never produced before? 
buy these ten other figures that are just slight repaints of things you have. <laughs> I hate that. I had to buy so much crap I didn't want to have a complete set of Lord of the Rings figures from Toy Biz because they would do that every year. They would release like two or three giant gift sets with Legolas, Aragorn, Gimli, a Hobbit, and then they'd throw in like the mouth of Sauron. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a completist with things, I just buy them to get them. And like, yeah, I have a complete collection now that it's in a tote and I, it doesn't make a difference, you know? Yeah. It's pretty sad. And those Toy Biz guys, some of them did not hold up because they had like rubber face action features. The the cave oh, troll. Yeah. That's, uh, again, we're getting lost here. It's for another episode. Uh, so yeah, Super, Super although, 7. Although, re- really quick fun side note. I did once upon a time have that, that weird uh, God, was, was it Toy Biz that did the, uh, the, X-Men, the first X-Men movie? Yeah, with I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So, I uh, around the time that I moved out of my parents' house, uh, or no, 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 it was it was in between. It was before I moved to Texas. I was back at my parents' house, and I had found the Mystique figure <laughs> in one of my old bins, and it looked horrific because the Wolverine skin had just like melted over it over time <laughs> so it was like this this horrific melted terrible hugh jackman likeness with uh with boobs and this weird feminine figure like figure to it and uh the best part about it was like as i was like holding it and looking at it in horror uh For some reason, as old toys often do, the talking Wolverine in the bin also went off. (laughs) So I'm looking at it, this like melted Wolverine over Mystique figure, and I suddenly hear, I'm the best at what I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, oh my God, no, you're not. No, you're not. Take it back. Go away. I totally thought you were going to say that that Senator Kelly weird. Uh, oh, the blobfish that, Senator yeah. Kelly. That was melted into the bottom corner of that same bin. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that weird, like, spermatozoa, squishy stress toy. <laughs> yeah, it, uh. is, it is sad that so many of those, like, soft goods uh, figures that came out in the 90s and early 2000s just really did not hold up. No. <sighs> Yeah, McFarlane. Yeah. Unfortunately. But I mean, to be That's fair, there... hollow horse. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That was a shame because I loved that that set. That, that was a great set. That was a great set. Oh. And it, it, his legs, uh, the horseman, just, melted to the horse. It just deteriorated. Yeah. But okay. I mean, keep in mind, Infaceables from the 80s. So, I mean, there was a precedent yeah. already set. <laughs> Those never lasted because you couldn't help but rip the face off of them. <laughs> you had to find I, out I what it looked like one. underneath. You, I had probably three or four of them as a kid. My parents would stop buying them because I kept yanking the faces off because I had to see what the bones <laughs> looked like underneath. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We did mention mm-hmm. this last week, but there is from Trick or Treat Studios who they do like only like Halloween costumes and masks and things. They're making a 
five-inch pistol-whipping Captain Spaulding figure mm-hmm. where he squeezes his legs together and he'll, like, hit you with a pistol. Um, it looks really fun. It does. It does. I'm kind of on the fence, but I think I'm going to get it because I feel like they're going to be making other stuff in that scale, and then I'll be mad that I didn't get them, and I'll have to go pay too much for them. And and uh, I kind of just want to support it because like that's it's it's a very fun retro looking toy. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly it's worth I, the money. I don't have any Captain Spaldings except for uh, the mystery mini Captain Spaulding from the first Funko wave. So I, I definitely want to get it. You know, not for nothing, that's one of the best Captain Spaulding's. That is a really good one. Um, so this was big news. It was kind of dropped on us just a few days ago. Yesterday, the Jada Toys Universal Monster figures mm-hmm. that have they, been shown off. They just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, I kind of remember something similar happening. Not maybe. Do you guys remember... Between Sideshow losing the Universal license, there's a quick period where they had a Build-A-Figure Frankenstein company. Like, they only did Universal Monster Toys. Yes. They were yes. Like KB Toys only. Yeah. This is what this Jada Toys stuff reminds me about. And I, I had a, look, a chance to look closer at some of them. They do not have likeness rights for Frankenstein. Like, Boris Karloff is not there in the toy uh, they definitely don't have Dracula. I was telling uh, Josh that when you get the Universal Monsters license from Universal, if you don't want to pay the Karloff, not Karloff, the Lugosi estate, you have to deal with them separately to have Bella Lugosi's representation of Dracula. So they have this generic Dracula that they use on advertising, uh, mainly in the 80s for Doritos and like Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So anytime there's a big Universal Monster promoting Twinkies, whatever, they use this generic Dracula. That's what that Dracula is. Um, Gilman looks cool. The creature from the Black Lagoon. He's probably the best of the bunch, I think. Yeah. I think uh, the... And I, know, I know I said this separately in our chat, but I'll say it out loud for the, for the listeners so they can know my feelings. Uh, I think aside from the Dracula faces, I think the sculpts are pretty good. I think the... Uh, the real issue is that the the paint makes them look cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although I do really like that bride figure. Yeah, I was going to say, I probably will end up getting uh, the bride figure for my wife because she loves the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, so I probably will get it for her, and I'll probably get the creature for myself, mainly because I kind of want to paint him. I want to yeah. give him a nice paint wash. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy them for the accessories. So the bride for sure, I think the problem this line is going to have is that you're going to have NECA competing with them and they're only a, a few bucks more. And, you know, if you had to pick between one or the other, you're going to get the NECA figure. I think these are geared towards kids. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I don't want them to fail. I think it's cool. I, they should be a little bit cheaper, too. I think that's the other problem is they're not $20 figures. These are like 15 I- I agree. I think I think if they were in that like ten to fifteen range, yeah, I would buy yeah. them all, no question. I feel like I'm gonna walk into Walgreens and see them. That's the kind of toy I think of when I see like I'm like, oh, this is a Halloween. You know, you go into the Halloween section of Walmart or Kmart, rest in peace, locally. Um, <laughs> you'd see these figures on like a shipper or something, but 
if I had to pick between this Frankenstein or our NECA Frankenstein, I'm going to get the NECA one. Although this one looks like it could take a beating. Yeah, I was going to say right. that. I, I suppose it also depends on whether or not you want the figure to be in more than, like, one pose. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you want Frankenstein to do, like, some sick jumps on a plastic motorcycle, a la, like, <laughs> Evil Knievel, buy this one. It looks like it's a little more durable. Okay, see, now you made you made an argument for me to buy that Frankenstein, because I have that weird Power Rangers unicycle. <laughs> well, you know what? If you still take baths, get that creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> so you can upgrade from... At least what I use in the bathtub is the reaction creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> um, you can have a better one. Anyways. <laughs> See, now I want to make a stuntman monster figure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Fire bad, stunt jump good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I need to talk after, uh, after the show, Josh, because you just gave me some ideas. <laughs> Uh, his picture like the Burgermeister emceeing uh, Frankenstein jumping over like Snake River Canyon. <laughs> anyway, or like a burning windmill. <laughs> That's even better. Um, oh. The only other piece of news that came out is really not really consequential is NECA's teasing more Gremlin stuff, but not really... It looks like there's a robber gremlin coming out from the first movie and something from Gremlins 2. Uh, there's really not a lot left for them to make um, from Gremlins 2. There's like the veggie gremlin. Yeah. Um, just background characters. So I don't know what they're up to. They might be making the brain again. Um, I'm not sure. I'll probably buy them. I got all the other ones. Uh, they've uh, also... They did, oh, they did uh, get, put that picture of the, uh, the wolf man out on the Twitter. It didn't look good. I did you like it? It. it, it I didn't looks, hate it. It looks like yeah. a a wolf man. I hope it looks like as a bad photograph. So you know I'm, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, a well painted. Uh, God, I can't think of the company that did. You know the old uh, Universal Monster Garage kits? Yes. Oh, Aurora. Thank you. The, it yeah. reminds me of the uh, the old Aurora Wolfman kit, uh, where like the the sculpt is okay, depending entirely on how the paint is. Yeah, right. This is something I hope they do. So I found in my father in law's attic a an Aurora Illuminators kit. I might get the company wrong, where it's a Dracula Aurora model, but it's bright yellow like a highlighter yellow and it's clear yes so yes they did all, most of the universal monsters and king kong in that style and knowing NECA the way they are with repaints i hope they go back and do like a clear plastic dracula a clear plastic king kong a clear plastic frankenstein gilman because i i i had the uh the neon yellow uh wolfman yeah, Sideshow yeah. did it. A lot of people forgot that Sideshow made like clear plastic versions of their guys, kind of in homage to that. Um, I have a Gilman and a Metaluna Mutant that I found at a garage sale years ago that are clear plastic. They look really cool, so I hope that NECA jumps on that. 
All right. Um, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor this week, Crazy Bill's Booze Barn. Yeah, the French champagne can't be purchased at Bill's Booze Barn. That can be purchased in French or France. Come to Bill's Booze Barn, where we're conveniently out of ghost in a jar. Thanks for doing me such a great favor, Orson. You're such a sport. All right. Next, I am proud to announce our very first contest for the Count Creepyheads Saturday Morning Monster Mash. And this is how it's going to work. I have a brand spanking new in-package Rise of Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Rise of Ninja Turtles. Turtle. Rise of Ninja Turtles Alberto figure. And Alberto is a rotting Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Um, looks real cool. I gave up watching the show, so I don't know the context of like what kind of what his deal is because I love the characters, but the show was a little hard to watch. I found it at a place that not a lot of people have called Macy's Backstage which is Macy's version of like TJ Maxx and Marshall's. Uh, I have one locally. I check it out every once in a while. If you want like cool, random, cheap Transformers closeout stuff, um, they have them. And so they had this Alberto figure. I thought it would be a, a nice, fun giveaway. So to win this giveaway, you need to go on the Apple podcast and leave us a very nice four-star review or five stars, whatever the the maximum is, I'm bribing you for an awesome review. Take a screenshot and post it on one of our social media sites. So Facebook is probably the easiest way to go hold of us. You can tag me, Josh, Mike, on Instagram. We have a Twitter. Nobody follows us yet, <laughs> but it's there. Twitter! Let us know that you left us an awesome review, and I will enter you in the contest to win Alberto, the half robot, half, I don't know what the heck he is, a sloth or something. And um, while I, I don't personally own that figure, I, I have seen it, and it is uh, it really is a fun-looking figure. I, I actually yeah. do own it, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun one. It's actually one of my favorite figures from that line. It's so. really cool. Um, I would have bought it if I saw the episode that he's in. Um, I didn't get anything from that line. I was tempted to get Shredder and Meat Sweets, but after watching two episodes of the show, it just did not like it. No thank you. No mas. But they are <laughs> fun toys. Yes. They are. Toys are cool. Okay. Now that we've mentioned that, another word from our sponsor... Crazy Bill's Booze Barn. You're probably asking yourself, Bill, why do you call it Bill's Booze Barn when it's clearly an abandoned pizza hut? The answer's simple. I couldn't call it Crazy Bill's Abandoned Pizza Hut Liquor Store. It just doesn't roll off the tongue like Crazy Bill's Booze Barn. Also, there was too many letters to fit on a t-shirt. Yeah. What? I don't understand, then what do you want me to emphasize? Barn? You want me to emphasize Barn? Oh, good God. 
Well, you can in size barn. Bill's booze barn. It just doesn't make any sense, because it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to emphasize barn and Bill's booze barn. Oh, what the hell. Yes, Bill's booze barn. Conveniently located in the old pizza hut. No reason, because this is an absolute shit show. No money is worth this. Come on down to my booze barn. We've got all kinds of liquor, beer, spirits, absinthe, motor oil, and bombing fluid, mouthwash, the blood of foolish mortals, goulash. Okay, now we're going to have... We're going to booze! Yay, liquor for a kid's show. (laughs) We're going to have vintage... Liquor, I hardly know her. That's... All right. Do you guys remember Inhumanoids? Yes. Oh, I loved Inhumanoids. Did you guys have toys from Inhumanoids? I did not. I had a handful. Uh, I didn't have a ton, but uh, I I did have the <clears throat> crown jewel. I did have Metlar. I had, uh, yeah, I had Metlar too. I had... Some of the tree monsters, and I had the two rock guys. And uh, I. Granites, I believe? Yeah. So I had those guys growing up. I was convinced that my Metlar was possessed. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was a creepy freaking toy. Um, all the figures had some sort of weird, like, glow feature on some part of their body where, like, light would shine through, like, light piping through the top of their head and would make part of them glow. So we had, like, glowing fangs. Um, yeah, I always thought that was an odd choice that, like, shine light through his big horn and his teeth glow. I mean, the big selling gimmick on the monsters were that they were huge. So yeah. even if you didn't like the show, you could have this giant kaiju to attack your G.I. Joes, your He-Man, uh, whatever. And that's definitely what I did with Metlar. I remember playing with him as a kid. He was beating up all my other toys. He was always, like, the big bad. And... I had stopped to eat like chicken nuggets and I was watching TV and I turned around and looked at Metlar and his head turned all the way around by itself. Uh, <laughs> in retrospect, it was just because he was loose. But as a kid, I was convinced that like <laughs> some sort of demon had possessed Metlar and I was afraid to play with him after that. <laughs> oh, uh, that's amazing. Oh, that I, sounds terrifying though. I always had, I always wanted to decompose because he was, really like a rotting chicken thing and you could put you could capture guys inside of his rib cage i always thought that was cool i never had him and i have tendril now because he looks like kuthalu i tendril was the one i really wanted my neighbor had him and i freaking loved that toy but for whatever reason i don't know why but my parents had kind of put their foot down on like a new line they're like no we're not we're not getting you figures from a new line I think it was because I already had so many uh, G.I. Joes, He-Man, and Transformers at the time. Yeah. I think I got Metlar as a gift. You know, it's like you, you always had those toys from when you were a kid where somebody doesn't know what you're into, so you always got, like, yep. Masters of the Universe or, like, here, here's some Air Raiders. We don't know what you're into. Yep. That's and how I, I actually got some Air Raiders like that. Yeah, I think I did, too. 
<laughs> we're gonna save that for another episode. Air Raiders, it's its own beast. I love that toy line. Same. But yeah, I had Metlar, some lava guys, and some tree guys. I never knew anybody that got the humans because all things said they were really stupid. Yeah. I had uh I had one human. Did I you had play the... with it? I did because it was the one with the with the big claw. Uh, oh no, no, no. yeah! No, no, no! I'm sorry. One of my uh, one of my friends had the big claw one. I had the uh, the purple one with the big drill and the like, kind of evil looking horns on the side. He was of the his villain. Helmet. Yeah, he was like the Cobra Commander on the show, like the mustache twirling bad guy. And I only know this because I watched uh, an episode on YouTube last night to kind of like prepare myself for this. Not that it was really needed. And yeah, and then like, oh god, it's such a weird show. But these, you know, a team of scientists with their weird bubble armor fight giant Metlar, and there's this whole universe that they build with like the rock creatures and the tree creatures, and Metlar's two goons decompose and tendril, and it's very odd. And you can recognize all the voice actors, and it's oh, yeah. it's one of those things. But it's notorious for having like if you had a giant monster toy as a kid, if it wasn't like an Imperial Godzilla that everybody had growing up, it's you had Metlar or Tendril or Decompose or like now, my buddy. I, <laughs> I will say this about the show though: it was pretty effed up for you know, the time that it came out, like there was a lot of death and destruction in it. And, you know, everyone always remembers stuff like GI Joe, like, Oh, they parachute out of the planes before they go down there. The early episodes of GI Joe, that does not happen. Like I have them on DVD and there are several Cobra soldiers who die <laughs> in those episodes because shit blows up and they <clears throat> do not get out. No, um, no, they're robots. No, no, that, that was that they eventually introduced the bats so they could kill them. <laughs> Look, no, in humanoids. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, there are some great episodes of GI Joe that, at least to my kids' brain, they were. I remember an episode where like shipwreck goes home on leave, yeah, and his well, his town has been brainwashed by Cobra, and he he gets high on that crap, and roadblock melts. Like, yeah, dude, that episode is awesome. <laughs> and there's another episode where it's like Deep Six has to team up with a Cobra trooper. And they're trapped inside some sort of weird blob. It, I, I have no memory of either of these. I haven't watched these episodes. Watch they kill the blob with apple seeds. <laughs> oh my it's, god! I vaguely remember that. There's another one where uh, Baroness in a um, wetsuit. I want to say she teams up a torpedo, and they're fighting like weird underwater sea serpents. <laughs> that yeah. one I kind of remember. Okay, but, well. <laughs> We'll get back to G.I. Joe in the very special G.I. Joe episode. Well, real quick. I Which will say, go like, on for four hours. I know. I would say with, within Humanoids, though, th there was stuff. And I remember as a little kid turning the show off because it scared me. There's this one. And I, I can't remember if it was decomposed. I think it was decomposed. Somebody, like, you know, touched one of the human characters and infected them. Yeah, so that was decomposed. And they became like that weird giant skeleton lady. And she was just like, she like started roaring and her eyes went all red and there was slobber coming out of her mouth. It spooked me as a kid. I'm like, nope, I'm done with that. And I turned it off. 
decomposed was just fucking creepy. <laughs> that he yeah. really was. There are. It's a good show. I and it was. It's never been released in the United States because it's got such a messed up history to it. You guys have to pause for one second. Uh, children with the tape. Caleb's always stealing my tape. We always run out of tape because Zoe uses it to tape the house up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in Humanoids, you can't find it on um, DVD because some of the episodes are messed up about something. You can get it like overseas. I think it's on like Tubi or you can watch all the episodes on YouTube now. But cool show, cool toys. And if you want them now, just get a second job because they're super expensive. Yeah, they are. I went on eBay because I was like, I would like Metlar and Decompose to complete the trilogy. And they're like 500 bucks each. Yep. So, cool. Yeah. Not, I don't like them that much. <laughs> that um uh now josh i know you'll remember this but mike do you know about uh toys in the attic uh it's a little secondhand kind of antique shop at the um the mall out on transit oh yeah now there was a point i want to say it was 2019 they briefly had a tendril figure now he was beat to hell um but they were asking like 250 bucks for him and I couldn't, I just couldn't justify it. And then I went back like a couple weeks later and he was gone. So, so somebody bought him. I'm pretty sure that um, the what's in your attic guy at the mall there went out and bought, there was a garage sale. I think I sent you guys photos in um, Niagara Falls that had just advertised this giant collection of full moon yes. stuff like DVDs. There's a tunneler statue there was the old 12-inch blade dowel, and um, I got there early, and he got there before me and literally bought everything, every DVD, yeah. every figure, and um, I went there earlier this week. to. I just kind of stopped in kind of quarterly, uh, not to go there, but there's like a bigger antique mall that's in like an old Raymore and Flanagan, and... I stopped in the What's in Your Attic, and he mysteriously had this giant collection of Full Moon stuff with crazy high prices. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Not that I needed it, but I would have bought it, you know, if it was cheap. You know, like, yeah. I don't need a Tunneler statue, but if he's 10 bucks, I'll buy a Tunneler statue. Exactly. I don't need, like, a, a 90s Kenner Wampa doll, but if you're selling it for $2, I'll buy it. <laughs> you know? So now that we've had a visit from my daughter Zoe, she helped me out with a game where I showed her pictures of monsters. And the game is, you guys have to guess, does she know who the monster is? So you guys have to bear in mind, she's been raised by me, and my house is full of merchandise that I let her play with. So that's going to help you try to figure out, does she know who these characters are? We're going to test the audio to see if it works, and do you guys want a test so you can kind of get a feel for, does she know sure. it, does she not know it? Yeah. All right. Can you see my screen? Yep. Mike? All right. We're going to try this. Okay. This is Zoe O'May. Did you guys hear that? Yep. Yep. All right. Here we go. And we are going to play a game where I show her pictures of famous monsters, and she's going to tell me who she thinks they are. The first monster I showed her is Frankenstein. 
Do you guys think she knows who he is? I'm gonna. Say I'm gonna. Yes. Mike. Yes, definitely. Okay. Now, the trick in the game is you have to guess: Does Zoe know who they are, or? Does she not know who they are? And that's the fun of the game. Are you ready, kiddo? Mm-hmm. I am going to show you the first monster. Monster number one. Who's that guy? Frankenstein! Good job, kiddo. <laughs> okay, so we have a precocious five-year-old girl who knows who Frankenstein is. I am going to go through these randomly. I'm not going to go in order. And you guys have to guess, does she know who these characters are? I will show you the picture I showed her, too. Okay. If that helps you and gives you a visual. Do you guys want to play first person who gets to five wins? Uh, Sure. All right. I have a total of 16, I think. If it gets that far, if we keep getting ties, uh, the winner gets to pick what vintage horror toy line we talk about. Okay. Sound cool? I like it. All right. I showed my daughter Zoe this picture right here. You guys know who that is? Is that from Robot Chicken? You know who that is, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. It's Godzilla. I showed her a picture of classic Godzilla. Because all the pictures of new Godzilla, it could be like an alligator. It could be so. It's it's a little confusing. <laughs> all right, you think she knows who Godzilla is? Yes. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. All right. Here we go. Ready? Tell me if you know who this is. You know who that is? It's okay if you don't know. Bigfoot. Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> she. Didn't know who it was. She thought it was Bigfoot. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Well, so, you know, I suppose that isn't the, the most most frequent modern Godzilla look anymore. So, I mean, she knows what she knows, and she doesn't know what she doesn't know. The audio is a little off on this because she's five, and uh, getting her to talk in the microphone is a little tough. Oh, yeah. All right, so you guys are tied. <clears throat> Zero to zero. We're going to keep going. I showed this picture right here. It's a pretty classic character. Yep. Does she know Creature from the Black Lagoon? I'm going to say no. Josh, what do you say? I'm, I'm going to say yes. All right. Let's see if she knows who this guy is. Here we go. Who's number four? Hey. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Keep a tab. She knows who Gilman is. Now you have to think, is he a character on a kid's show? Is there a recent fun toy? It's kind of tricky. Well, I just figured because Gilman is one of those ones I remember as a kid, everyone just called him Creature. You know, a lot of people didn't know him for as Gilman. So I, that's impressive. I'm impressed. You're going to be surprised by some of these. I'm impressed at how quick it was, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she She's uh, she's pretty knowledgeable. All right. So we've done Frankenstein. Let's do... I showed my daughter this guy right here. 
Okay. H.R. Geiger's Alien. Do you guys think she knows who Alien is? I'm going to say yes. Josh? I'm I'm also going to say yes. Uh, and I'm going to go a step further and say that she might even call it a xenomorph. <laughs> you want to bet on that? Do you want to say she says xenomorph? I'm I'm going to say she says xeno. Okay. Xenomorph. All right. If she doesn't say xenomorph... No points. I'm willing. I'm willing to take that bet. All right, you guys ready? Yep. Who's this? Elliot. Good job. Ah. Uh, that's See, one I, for Mike, one for Josh. I figured you had enough of them around that it would almost make sense that she would she would hear you saying Xeno. She can't yeah. pronounce Xenomorph. That's fair. All right. <laughs> I showed my daughter this fine gentleman right here. Jason, oh, yeah. Q Voorhees. I'm, Does yeah, she I'm know? Say yes. What do you think, yeah, Mike? I'm, I'm saying yes. All right. Guess what, guys? What do we got here? Jason. Good job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, isn't it kind of scary that kids know who Jason is? Well, see, that's one of those ones I'm like, my son knew who Jason was when he was like two. Because <laughs> yeah. I have so much Jason memorabilia. <laughs> Yeah, and even even as a kid, I knew who Jason was a bit too young. Yep. Okay. I showed her this picture of Wolfman. Do you think she knows who Wolfman is? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no as well, because I'm thinking that one's easy to, to assume it's a different monster. You guys got to stop agreeing. <laughs> All right, let me find the Wolfman audio that is not organized on my desktop. Who's that guy? Wolfman! Oh! John! I'm impressed. She knows Wolfman. (laughs) She knows her stuff. Okay. Raising her right, man. I am. (laughs) Well, some of these I thought, like, these pictures aren't very accurate. Maybe I'll catch her up, but she, she knows them. All right, let's... Change course, go a little modern here. I showed her Beetlejuice. Hmm. Do you think she knows Beetlejuice, a kid-appropriate horror movie? I'm going to say yes. Josh? I, I, I will disagree. I'm going to say no. Okay. Let's see. Does she know who Beetlejuice is? Who's this? Let's say. No. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Butt face. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's two uh, for Josh, one for Mike. Beetlejuice got me in trouble as a kid. <laughs> I'm going when, to now call him Buttface. Uh, one time when one of my toys broke, I, I decided I was going to quote Beetlejuice. And I, I loudly exclaimed, nice f***ing model. and i from the next room i suddenly heard what did you say (laughs) okay classic picture of bella lugosi as dracula does she know bella lugosi as dracula yes josh i will once again say no okay here we go does my daughter, the monster expert Zoe, know who Count Dracula is? Who's this guy? Count 
Count Dracula. Good job. <laughs> so she knows who Count Dracula is because when I tickle her, I do a horrible Bela Lugosi impersonation straight <laughs> out of Ed Wood. And I call him Count Count Ticklia or Count Tutula because I'll blow farts on her and tickle her. <laughs> so that's how she knows who Dracula is. Okay. I just picture you going, blah, blah. Yeah, it's basically like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tickle you. <laughs> or just awesome. for my, my amusement, I'll, I'll be like, cart off. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little tricky. Not the best picture, but it's The Mummy. Mm. Boris Karloff. Black and white. I'm going to go with no. You're going to go with no, Josh? In the sake of playing devil's advocate, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Let's find out. There's not many good pictures of the mummy. I, I kind of found that out. There is of um, Ardith Bay. Who's this guy? Mommy. Oh. <laughs> So that is three for Josh, two for Mike. All right. Uh, for the record, I tried to get Chucky. She knew who Chucky was, but the audio was all messed up. For whatever reason, it just recorded odd. All right. What do you guys think? Does she know who Freddie is? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but I kind of hope no. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Josh? Uh, I think yes. All right. Who's this guy? Jason. I mean, Spike. Ooh. Oh, she switched it up. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of a trick question. I could say you're both right, or you're both wrong. <laughs> it's kind of a wash. <laughs> but, yeah, so she knew... And it's just evens itself out. I'm not going to count that. Next one. Does she um, know Gizmo? I'm going to say because he's adorable and most kids love him. Yes. Josh. Yeah, I think I think that's a yes. Okay. Let's see what she said. You ready for the next one, number ten? Who's this guy? Gremlin. Say it again. Gremlin. Come from he's from the movie Gremlins. Do you know the name of the guy and the, the name of the character? You don't? Yeah. That's yeah, Gizmo. Gizmo, yeah. <laughs> well, she, she knew Gremlins, so that's that's definitely something. Yeah, she doesn't like the movie. Yeah, I that tried movie to show terrified her a few my times. sister. <laughs> she's not scared, she's bored. Because oh, it doesn't wow. get to the Gremlins right away. If you can believe that. So, still even Stevens, Josh, you're winning three. Mike, you have two. Uh, who is left? Let's do... Does she know the Skarsgård Pennywise? Mm. What do you think? I'm going to say no. Okay, Josh? I'm going to say yes. All right. Let's find out. Does she know who Pennywise is? Are you ready for the next one? Tell me if you know who this is. Number 13. Pennywise! Good job. <laughs> yes! She knows her stuff, man. So, my wife, one of her best friends, she's friends with twins. And they're obsessed with Pennywise. Ah. And he is 
all over their house. Just Pennywise merchandise as far as the eye can see. Uh, we are getting down to the nitty gritty. Do you guys think she knows Michael Myers? No. Josh? I'm going to say yes. All right. Let's find out what she thinks about Michael Myers. Here we go. Who's number nine? Oh, that's Michael Myers. Michael Myers. It's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is just adorable hearing a little kid say Michael Myers. The, yeah, that's pretty wonderful. So she knows Leatherface, but she calls him Leather Dolphin. <laughs> and she calls him Leather Dolphin because she loves playing when she was a baby. She loved playing with the Mezco, you know, like those nine inch vinyl vinyl guys. Yeah, and Leatherface would squeak <laughs> like a dolphin. Okay, hold up, hold up now, Josh. We've already discussed doing Bruce Myers. We have to do a retool to be Leather Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, this broke me. This broke me. <laughs> oh Lord, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I want to make a leather dolphin so like that just sounds wrong. We could go totally in wrong directions with this. Oh my god. So she oh. made him she likes him, she calls him leather dolphin because the leather face toy had squeaked <laughs> when the joints rubbed together and it sounded like a dolphin noise and then he just became leather dolphin. <laughs> That is amazing. Oh. <laughs> okay. We are down to the last one. This could end in a tie. Does she know Jaws? Yes. Uh, I have to ask. Now, is it... Um, not, not Michael Myers. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm, I'm going to say... Yes, and I think she's going to call it Jaws as opposed to Bruce. Last one, you ready? Number 15. Who's that? Jaws! Good job. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah! All right, so with that, congratulations, Josh. You successfully predicted my daughter's answers a little bit more than Mike. <laughs> so if I negate out the answers where you guys agreed, Josh has four, Mike has three. Congratulations. You get to pick the next vintage horror monster, whatever we talk about next week. It Ooh. is all you. I mean, to be fair, we all pretty much win. Yeah. Because <laughs> we get to yeah. talk about vintage toys. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. it's a party every time. <laughs> but this is better than oh. me forcing VHS rental posters on Dawn again. So, <laughs> which will be a running joke i think every time she's on okay oh, leather dolphin <laughs> i need to draw this we are going to have a, another word from our sponsor this week bill's booze barn uh, this is crazy bill and you're probably wondering how did i get orson wells to record commercials for me selling liquor well the answer is easy I'm older than mummy farts, 
And that means I got Orson to record these commercials back in 1982. Isn't that a funny coinkydink? Yes, I'm dead. But Bill's Booze Barn lives on forever through the magic of advertising and goblins. <laughs> okay, and we're back. I hope you guys love liquor because Bill wants you to buy some. Uh, this week, our action figure wish. Did somebody say wish? Did you guys hear that? Oh, <laughs> What was that? That's we have a new guest at Count Creepyheads this week, and I think he lives here permanently now. It's me, Maglock, the genie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Creepy Cadets. Joshua, I yes. heard you have a wish for an action figure this week. What is it? My time is short. I I do have a wish for an action figure. My wish for an action figure uh, is I want the Melting Gremlin. It's been Mm. teased from... NECA has teased it in the past as a potential accessory, but I want more than just, like, the pooling down... Like, the pool of Melted Gremlin... I want the, like, skeletal remains of the gremlin that pop up. From Gremlins 2 or Gremlins 1? I I do kind of like the skeletal look of the thing in Gremlins 1 a little bit more. Hmm. You realize I have the excuse of it being a completely new tool to tell you no. <laughs> well... I mean, technically, you could just melt an existing tool. Joshua, don't worry. Target buys everything. So there is a 33 and a third chance that it'll happen. (laughs) You know what? I'll take those odds. Good enough. Biggest with them, baby. You get a shrug from Mangua the Genie. Take care, Joshua. Remember to floss. Thank you, Manglor. Now leave me the hell alone. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that sounds okay when I change my voice. Um, Oh, I was trying so hard not to laugh throughout that. We have another word from our sponsors. We know a certain barn... In the American Far West. No, no, it's just that I need to take another drink. Now, we have last week's Hall of Fame winner. The Facebook group kind of blew up and we actually had participation. So, I am shocked that... uh, I'm not sure if people listen to the episode or just kind of shared their opinion, but we kind of had a sleeper winner this week, and Don DeRazio's pick of the Cabbage Patch doll that eats children <laughs> is our very first Count Creepyhead Toy Hall of Fame winner.
Um, you know, yeah. I feel like that is an appropriate Hall of Fame winner because that, you know, that was a toy that was talked about on the news. Yeah. Plus, to be fair, like we're all children of the 80s and there was a lot of killer doll movies and that really was a uh, a killer doll. <laughs> like, Literally. Right. So, you know, it seems appropriate. I am going to try to find remember the the little cabbage patch like action figures they made back in the day. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The little minis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to get one and I'm going to spray paint it gold. Nice. As the um, the first statuized character, and it's probably going to be a little cheaper than our picks, so like I don't have to track down a, a glow in the dark Remco, <laughs> right? And, yeah, and ruin it because I would just hate to do that. But I can find a Cabbage Patch doll and put some blood on its mouth and you know make it look but, fun. But listen, <laughs> listeners, we will do it. We will do it in the name. of of toy love we will find an expensive old toy for cheap and we will just rip your heart out by destroying it with gold paint right <laughs> i'm gonna buy some krylon spray paint some glitter i'm gonna doll it up and then i'm gonna give it to dawn and she's gonna be so grateful that i gave her this crappy toy on a piece of wood and she, uh, yeah It'll be funny. <laughs> anyway, she will she will keep it in her garage next to her still mint in its original shipping to old VHS posters. Oh yes, her her Sybil Danning collection. Are you guys ready for your nominations for this week's Toy Hall of Fame? Never. No. I mean, but yes. first, yes. A word from Bill's Booze Barn. It's going to be so exciting. Hi, this is Crazy Bill, and I'm going door to door because the state told me I have to tell you I'm a registered sex offender. I'm sorry, that cow had such pretty eyes. Who went first last week? I, I believe I it was you did. Josh, you want to go first? Uh, yes, yes, I will. Go for it. So my pick for the Vintage Toy Hall of Fame this year, or this year, <laughs> yeah, join us for our new yearly podcasts. Uh, my Toy Hall of Fame pick this week, uh, I'm going to go classic Playmates again. Ooh. Um, and I'm going to say the first Toxie figure from Playmates Toxic Crusaders. Because I feel like even, like, obviously, I mean, hopefully most kids at the age that they were playing with that were unaware of the Toxic Avenger in its original form. Uh, But I feel like even kids who, like, had no idea who Toxic Avenger was and had no idea who Toxic Crusaders were still had that toy. Yeah. Yep. I remember getting Uh, so excited seeing that. Same. I was like, what? I mean, granted, I had already seen the uh, the first movie as a kid uh, with my parents. <laughs> it was a very awkward watch. But um, that, yeah, when I saw that toy, I freaked out. I picked up... I, th- I think I had maybe seen... I think I had maybe seen the second one. Much to my mother's displeasure. <laughs> I They gotta get the rest of that line made from Super 7, not just Toxie. 
I yeah. want Bonehead and Nozone. I want all Junkyard. Of them. Junkyard. They were such great toys. They, oh man. And it's such, have you, have you guys seen the cartoon as adults? Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Such, yeah. Such a weird cartoon. It really is. After I got the Super 7 Toxie, I kind of went down a rabbit hole on YouTube and was watching as many as I could find on there. And my God, I forgot how strange it was. Yeah. It's it's a kid's cartoon to promote a toy line. That's <laughs> that for sure. Is. <laughs> um, how, I'll go next. Josh, you can go last. We were talking about this personally over last weekend, and I remembered how much I love this toy. It's not going to beat the Toxic Avenger, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. The Captain Alexi figure from the Virus toy line from Rosaurus from 1999. It was super cool because you could rip him apart. He was like a robot zombie. He was like half corpse, half robot. You could rip his face and torso off and expose all of his robot guts. And then you could pull his spine and his skull off like Mortal Kombat style and just like take him apart and reassemble him again. The whole line was awesome, but that figure in particular, um, I love to death and it's creepy and it's cool. Man, I I also had that toy and just freaking loved it. I am odd man out here as I never got any of the virus figures, but I wanted most of them. I just never pulled the trigger. I bought, I didn't buy them all. They had some sort of weird, like, build a monster feature. But I got Jamie Lee Curtis because it was her first toy. I got, there was like a Diamond Comics exclusive Squeaky who has like a robot eye. He's one of the zombies. I got whoever Donald Sutherland's character is. He's not as cool as Captain Alexi. Yeah, I have that one too. And I got the Goliath, which was awesome, but the plastic broke down in the joints. Because he had, like, if you've never seen the movie, it's this Frankenstein of dead people and robots. And he's got spider legs. So he's got, like, a four legs going in each direction, like north, south, east, and west. And the knee joints or the elbow joints of those spider legs had a different plastic that couldn't support the weight of the toy after about 15 years. And he just crumbled, unfortunately. So... I have the pieces. If I ever get around to it, I might like just gorilla glue it back together. Um, but it's one of those toys that, like, I know all the rest of them are probably that way now too. So there's no point in buying it again. But he was cool. Yeah, Rosaurus was a. Uh, it was sad to see them go. They had some cool toys. I agree. What about you, Mike? Who is your pick for this week? Um, I'm gonna go early '90s, and I'm gonna say the uh, Kenner Alien Wave, the Gorilla Alien. Ah! Um, I freaking loved that toy. Like, I loved all of the the Kenner Aliens, but specifically the Gorilla Alien. I loved the. I mean, it was a silly water squirting feature. But it was still fun. I used it, but I loved the fact that he could grab figures. Yeah. And I I used yeah. him to grab and throw my GI Joes all over the place, um, but. All the ones in that wave, he's the one that got the most play because yes. he could move his arms. He had essentially a ball joints mm-hmm. with that grabby feature, and he's my favorite. And of, he he looked a oh sorry god no he's my of all you guys know I have a complete Kenner Alien collection, 
and of all of them, he's my favorite. Hands Absolutely. down. Absolutely. He, him, and the it was for me the 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 winners from that Kenner uh, Alien line. I loved the uh, the Scorpion Alien, the Gorilla Alien, and the for whatever reason the Flying Queen, even with her tiny little piano playing arms. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> she had those awesome talons, right? That could she, grab toys. That's why I like that and the, them huge freaking wings yeah. with the flapping feature. I cannot wait for NECA to get to that because they've been teasing it for over a year. Also, side note, just a, a little random tangent. I have a lot of good memories attached to the Flying Queen Alien because when those came out, like, you know, I was what, 92, 93? Yep. Around there. At that point, my dad was kind of pushing for me to kind of get out of action figures, get out of toys. Um, so my mom was the one, she kind of supported my habit, uh, but my dad was always like, come on, don't you want to kind of give that up? Kind of just trying to move me along. But for whatever reason, he saw that figure. It was, it, he went shopping at Walmart and he came home. He, I don't know why he looked in the toys, but he went and picked that out with no knowledge of me liking the Kenner alien figures and bought it for me and like left it on my bed. So I have this great memory of coming home from my friend's house and just finding this alien toy that I had no idea even existed, and let alone that it was my dad that bought it for me. So it was just it's it's one of those cool dad memories. Um, but yeah, specifically the the gorilla alien that would be the one I would nominate because I played with that thing until it fell apart, and then I got another one. <laughs> so. Yeah, that. Yep, oof. that sounds right. The Snake Alien 2, I'd like to add that one in there, because that one is just so bizarre looking. Yes. Um, the first, yeah, the whole, like, the first two assortments, the Rhino is great. The Scorpion's mm-hmm. great, even though he, he explodes constantly. The Bull Alien. The, yeah, the Bull was fun. I'm trying to think. The Bull, the Rhino. Oh, and the, the Mantis, who is a retool oh, of yeah. the Gorilla. So he had the same grabby feature. And he's I love cool that one. And, clear green and the gorilla had a repaint that wasn't as fun but he's like all black with some purple and silver highlights um great figure the NECA release is awesome and sturdy for a change which is uh he's a lot of fun to play with love him great figure i don't know who's gonna win that or toxie but uh this is this is gonna be a tough one i mean to be fair, all three picks are really great figures. So, well, yeah, to be are. fair, we, we're probably just going to come back on all of our picks again until they win, because they're all winners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, true. if Toxie doesn't win, he's just going to win another week, right? Or, you know, I'm pretty sure like half of the Aliens and Predator line is going to get <laughs> a winner. So, I'm not worried about Man, that. There all. are so many good ones. Yeah, yeah. I almost picked a predator. I ain't gonna lie. The the, the Malloway uh, camouflage predator, oh, the clear yeah. one with the chrome yep. weapons. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> love that. The God, the crack tusk predator. I love all those. Oh. I, I we don't have time. That's again, it's a special on its own where we just talk about Kenner aliens and predator toys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's another one that could just go on for hours. Um, I think we probably. What we're going to do is we'll do like just the first, you know, like wave one, wave two, because you can just go on and on and on about like the adventures you had with those three alien figures and blow apart Bishop. <laughs> and, I love that I mean? Bishop. 
All right. Uh, one last word from our sponsors for this week. What? I don't understand. Then what do you want me to emphasize? Barn? You want me to emphasize Barn? Oh, good God. Well, you can't emphasize Barn. Bill's booze Barn. It just doesn't make any sense. Because it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to emphasize Barn and Bill's booze Barn. Oh, what the hell. Yes, Bill's Booze Barn. Conveniently located in the old Pizza Hut. No reason, because this is an absolute show. No money is worth this. Mike, what's coming up on Boogeyman's Closet? Well, we uh, currently have our votes up for July, which is sequel month. Um, We're going to be covering sequels to films we've already done. Uh, so it's a real weird hodgepodge. Normally we do a overall theme, like right now it's, uh, you know, animal attack month. So it's all movies about killer animals, but next month it's, it's a crapshoot. You know, we might have Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. We might have Toxic Avenger too. We don't know. So it's going to be a crazy month of sequels. And, um, right now I'm really enjoying the voting process because uh, the voters are keeping me on my toes. Every guess I have, they're sending me in a different direction, so I'm loving it. Exciting. And Professor Pickman, what is well, new and exciting at Pickman's Vinyls? Currently, we have the pre-order up and running for the Winslow Leech 3 and 3 4 inch action figure in the Creature Feature line. Uh, those pre-orders will be running until Friday, June 25th at midnight central standard time uh so that is one week from recording this uh but yeah friday june 25th pre-orders close so you have until then to pre-order winslow leech uh and then at the be towards sometime towards the beginning of july uh we will open up pre-orders for henrietta from evil dead 2 Ooh. uh and then the only one left in this uh wave four will be the crypt keeper Exciting. Now, if you were ever a fan of, we talked about this in last week's episode, I believe, I might have deleted it, the Palisades Army of Darkness line. Um, If you want a Henrietta to play with your Palisades, Ash, or hell, even your more recently reaction figures, um, Josh's Henrietta is perfect for that. So, And she is uh, slightly bulkier than uh, either the Palisades or Reaction, so she actually feels like one of those figures wearing a costume. (laughs) Which is exactly the idea that I went for. It's a shame that uh, Ted Raimi has yet to have a figure. What a a Mm. crying shame. Anyway, it's a fun thing I like to do is plant ideas in Professor Pickman's head and then just wait for the seeds to grow. (laughs) (laughs) You could do a blood rage Ted Raimi with a coat with condoms. (laughs) That'll that'll sell like... (laughs) Dude, dude, no, no, no. That'll that'll sell like Coke and condoms. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell were the twins' names in blood rage? It was Terry and Todd? Was that it? Terry and so, Todd. Yeah. so here's what you do. You you, you make a, a Terry figure, right? <laughs> and and then 
you just repackage it with a different label that now says Todd. And it's just the same figure. Uh, we, but, but first, first we need Maurice to give them a shining recommendation. <laughs> oh, dude, if that, I would, I would make sure he had that on his shelf. Even if I had to go over there and put it on there myself. <laughs> oh, see, I suddenly want to, I suddenly want to like make these and just send them to Maurice, like with no warning and be like, here's a review package for you. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I just picture him like, God damn it. I can't escape this. <laughs> they won't let me. Wait for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> you tell him like, hey, Maurice, we made some extra food. You want to uh, bring over a plate? And then just just bring Terry and Todd. He'll end up having the mom's reaction. He'll just be rocking back and forth going, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the floor with an overflowing glass of wine. <laughs> Eating corn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Blood Rage. <laughs> It's an amazing movie. It's so terribly awesome. Oh. All right, guys. I have to eat dinner <laughs> of turkey and corn. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, uh, this has been episode number two of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. This is Mike saying goodbye. See ya. Leather Dolphin. Ha ha.